I was sitting in jail waiting, I felt like my civil rights were violated over and over again. I was earning my degree in journalism at the time, and I said, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword. I am going to start a magazine. I just have to create something that gives a voice to people that feel helpless in this situation. People in the industry are good people. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Christina Giovanni from the Emerald Media Group. Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, this is an exciting story. And, you know, I say most of the time, because we move so fast, we normally don't spend much time on the person's background or, you know, how they got there. We just leave that up to investors. It's easy to find that information. But in your case, I think there are two super important aspects of the Emerald Media story that we need to touch on. Okay. Yeah. So let's start from where the story begins. You're in college at Humboldt State University. Explain to our listeners who may not know what Humboldt County is to cannabis. Absolutely. Humboldt County is the OG of cannabis. It (laughs) is one of three counties in Northern California in an area called the Emerald Triangle. And these are located roughly five hours north of San Francisco, only about a couple hours south of Oregon. So you can kind of imagine that this whole tri-county area is at the pit top of the state. Back in the 70s, you had a lot of people move from San Francisco north, you know, to live back to the land movement, basically. You know, they wanted to go and be in a rural area and cultivate their own food and to live sustainably. And so that's really where the movement came in. Along with that certainly came cannabis cultivation. There wasn't a lot of law enforcement out there back then. In fact, there there weren't even a lot of roads. I would say it's not necessarily the weather that drew people there. It was more so the liberal laws. Okay. When I first moved to Humboldt County, if you had your medical marijuana license, you could grow 99 plants. And so nowhere else in the state of California could you legally do that. You're in college and you're going to school mm-hmm. and it's January and you're just in the middle of your beginning of your second semester, senior year. And something happens that ultimately leads you to launching Emerald Media Company. Can you give us just the condensed version? Because, I mean, it's a, it's a horrifying story, but can yeah. you give us the condensed version of, your, of what happened? Absolutely. In a nutshell, the person that I was seeing at the time was a cultivator and the Humboldt County Drug Task Force came early one morning. I was in my last semester of college. I get a cop knock at my door very early in the morning and I open the door and there's the entire Humboldt County Drug Task Force standing on my front lawn, guns drawn, bulletproof vests on. And they say, are you cultivating cannabis? We're coming in. And so they came in, they raided our house. I was apprehended on on a few charges. I went to jail for a couple hours. I was fortunate enough to have my father bail me out. While I was sitting in jail waiting, 
I felt like my civil rights were violated over and over again. I was earning my degree in journalism at the time. And I said, you know, the pen is my dear than the sword. I am going to start a magazine. Hmm. I just have to create something that gives a voice to people that feel helpless in this situation. People in the industry are good people. We're not criminals. We actually do give back to our community. You know, we care about the environment and being sustainable. And so really important for me to paint a positive picture of the industry. I noticed with your magazine, when you say, well, it's a cannabis magazine, immediately people go right to the stoner. But your magazine is different. I think it's probably draws a lot from your roots as starting off as a lifestyle brand, but it even seems more like I don't know, more like it's targeted for people that aren't in the industry or, and it seems like it's a little bit leans more towards a woman reader than a man reader. Is that sort of the demographic? Yeah, absolutely. We are primarily a female oriented cannabis media group. We can attribute a lot of our success to the fact that we don't expect our readers to automatically know what hash is or what a dab is. Different verticals in the industry, 12% of our readers are senior citizens. Really? And I attribute that to the fact that they're coming to us for education. They're coming to us to learn more about what cannabis has and what CBD can offer them. And a lot of our content is easy to digest and easy to navigate. You don't have to feel intimidated when you open up a magazine or when you go to our website because we are there to hold your hand. I was going to say there's a lot more people in that bucket than in the I know everything about cannabis bucket. I mean, most people are in that bucket. I mean, I think that you're doing a real, a really important service by doing that. As far as distribution goes, I'm assuming you have subscriptions. Are there any place else that people can get your magazine? I've been very strategic with my distribution over the last few years because I want people from all walks of life to learn about cannabis and to embrace it and to not see us as donors or criminals or potheads, because that's not what the industry is now. The industry is full of men and women of all ages and all backgrounds. There is no standard cannabis user anymore. It's everyone from senior citizens to millennials. And you take that message out to advertisers, which is going to be my next question. It's pretty much everybody can benefit from advertising with a publication like you. But what are some of the advertisers or what type of advertisers are most likely to advertise with you right now? Historically speaking, we've had a lot of companies advertise with us that are directly involved in cultivation. We have seed companies advertise with us. We have soil Mm -hmm. companies advertise with us, nutrient companies, grow shops advertise with us because we are the official magazine of the Emerald Triangle. So that is the cannabis cultivation of the world. I heard somewhere in an underground study that 70% of the United States cannabis comes from these three counties. And so the majority of our advertisers are industry-related, typically have to do with cultivation. As hemp and CBD start to get online and regulations start to come into place, you know, I mean, we, we see ourselves working with a lot of brands. We love working with everyone, but that we feel like those companies benefit our readers the most because they're able to see what their choices are on the market. You're just scratching the surface because when mainstream media starts to realize or mainstream companies start to realize how vast our demographic is and they don't have any place to advertise, they're going to have to go through groups like yours and especially groups like Mm -hmm. yours that touch such a broad group. 
I mean, I think the sky's the limit with something like this. What's next? Well, so right now, I have relocated the company out to Brooklyn. So that's where we set up shop. Got a little studio out in Williamsburg. And we're going through our first round of fundraising right now. Okay. So we closed on a little bit. We were able to hire staff, which is very exciting. And right now, we are generating content for additional verticals. We're starting our video series. We've got daily content going up on the website. We do a newsletter that comes out three times a week. So. That's so exciting. Super exciting. So as far as the capital raise go, I know a lot of our listeners are curious in what type of opportunities there are there for investors or for people interested in participating in your growth. You know, we've been going through fundraising for the last seven months and we'll probably close at the end of this year with our first round. And so we've been working with investors that are in the tech and security side of the industry. And we're also working with investors that are specialists in product development. You know, I mean, anyone that would have a vested interest in acquiring equity from a media company, you know, they can see the long-term goal. Maybe they've got a brand and they're like, well, you know, I'm going to need to advertise my brand. Maybe I should buy equity in a media company. That's awesome. Well, we'll have all of Christina and Emerald Media Group's information on the MJ Bulls website. So if anybody needs more information, they can get it from us or they can just go right to right to your website. Christina, I mean, I wish we had more time because there's so much good stuff to talk about. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed being here and I enjoyed speaking with you. So thank you so much. Yeah, hopefully we can have you on again. This is good. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.